Jason here as always with Dale, and today we're going to be doing, uh, mainly talking about some Game of Thrones, but also getting into our usual uh, bullshit session at the beginning of the show here. Um, But first I wanted to make an announcement that uh, we're actually going to change the the way the show is done. We're going to shift our focus to to mainly covering uh, pornos. We're mainly going to be reviewing uh, classic porn. And uh, it's it's probably going to be uh, mainly gay porn because that's really just what we're into. So uh, I'm just going <laughs> to... Yeah, there we go. We go uh, to the deer camp frequently together. We don't do anything with each other, but we do right. watch gay porn. What happens at the deer camp stays at the deer camp, my friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Say no more. <laughs> we're We're only gay in the woods. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. When we get out of the woods, we're, we're perfect heterosexuals. Jesus. Oh, man. I, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because uh, I did think it would be funny as shit if we did uh, review some, like, porn parodies and stuff, like yeah. Yeah, we'll the Sands and shit like that. Even though I don't think most listeners would, would watch that shit. <laughs> but uh But being being totally yeah. serious. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we critique them just like, you know, uh Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel would, you know, and give it two I don't know, prolapses up or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> two two flaccid penises yeah. you know, hanging yeah. hanging sadly. <sighs> this two what two Washington steals or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, well, that what's one, been going that on, man? Kind of no. flat, yeah. it's, it's been a while since we've uh, recorded. Uh, what's going on? Uh, I guess we're changing the subject there. I was getting kind of uh, kind of into that. Um, sure, sure. Uh, no, I've just been dealing with this fucking summer heat, trying to keep my Balls from sticking to my thighs, honestly. Uh, right now. This shit sucks. I've had no desire to, you know, I have almost three months off <laughs> for school and do nothing because of this humidity and heat. Dude, I don't uh, even want to go outside, man. It's so awful. Dude, every day I go outside to try to make myself do it. But you know when when literally when my uh you know when my junk is being crushed between my thighs and is migrating to my asshole back there because it's so fucking wet that I just I just walk inside and call it a day. 
just all I, I figure everybody would want to know that. Smush <laughs> all like, together. Looks like Big a cheap steak. But uh, that was today, man. I was uh, I was pressure washing my parents. <laughs> I was pressure washing my parents' driveway all day, and uh, god damn, it was hot as hell today. How hot was it up there? I don't know. It's somewhere around a hundred. It seems like it always is. That's one thing about, uh, and it makes me kind of want to stay and spend the rest of the summer here in Hattiesburg. It, it, it does stay colder here. The That's temperature's weird. a little more. Uh, it's because of the Gulf Stream, I'm sure. Yeah. I noticed that in the winter it tends to be a little bit uh, warmer, and in the summer it's a little bit cooler. It's more moderate. Um, so it was around 90 degrees today, but it felt around that. And it rains every day here. Yeah. You've uh, got the humidity to deal with more so than we do. Yeah, I, and I'm going to have to deal with that anyway. So it's kind of nice to have an hour or two of good cool rain. I'll go outside when it's doing that, and I'll just run back inside after that. Fucking terrible, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I went out tonight, and it's just storming like hell. Like, it's lightning up in the clouds and shit. But, uh, I don't know. It's it's better down here. I'd still rather be a little bit closer to the coast, where I'm sure it will be a little bit cooler. Yeah. Well, I blame Obama. Yeah, yeah, he did all of it. That's, uh... He's a trickster. He sure is. He sure is. He's not taking my gun until he pulls out of my cold, wet ass. <sighs> We're all going to get political with this. No, let's not. Uh, let's not talk about history or politics. Yeah. We do need to stay away from both of those. You know, I'll, I'll go off on that for an hour. <laughs> but, uh, well, no, uh, you've been watching uh, anything? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that's what I was about to mention. That's, you know, since I've been staying inside so much, I've been catching up on stuff. Uh, you know, we've already mentioned, actually, in the other show we did earlier this summer, uh, was Game of Thrones. Uh, I got started on that and binge watched it, so I'm caught up on that. Um, and uh, and Daredevil, I think I mentioned that before. I watched both seasons of that. Oh, are you are you finished with that now? Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you think? I haven't finished season two yet. Uh, season two showed me that I really don't care for the character of Daredevil, Daredevil all that much. Really? Yeah. Uh, he he's kind of annoying. Uh, Electra was a little bit annoying, but you yeah. know. I, uh, Punisher, though, made that season, season two, yeah. easily. Um, yeah, I really love that guy as uh, Punisher. Yeah. Whole, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, he's great. He really is. He's got that intensity that the Punisher needs. He does. Uh, he, uh, you know, at the end of the season, you, uh, you, you really see him transform, I guess, into the Punisher getting ready for his, um, I guess, his own series that they're working on. 
I'm ready for it. I've always loved the Punisher. I have too. Uh, he's easily my favorite overall comic character because he, you know, he he knows what being a vigilante is. He goes all the way with it. You know, that's why I don't. That's, he made Daredevil uh, seem kind of hypocritical for, in season two because yeah. Daredevil refuses to kill, but clearly a lot of the people he fights deserve death. <laughs> I mean, these people like murdering and blowing up shit. Uh, and, I mean, if there's any reason why somebody should die, it's for doing that shit. I if he was getting somebody who's like, you know, putting gum under a desk or some shit for somebody else to get all over them, yeah, he shouldn't murder that person, but, you know, I, I don't know. And then the Punisher sees somebody doing that, he's like, he has no problem killing them. Yeah. He's more, he's more realistic. Uh, and a realist, I guess, about it. You know, it's the same thing with, uh, as much as I love Batman, it's the same issue I have with Batman is that he keeps putting these people in Arkham and they keep getting out. Yeah. Uh, I almost feel like that's not realistic, but, uh, you know, so you can bring them up in a future episode, you know, is the reason why they do yeah. it. That and they keep killing Batman and killing everybody and bringing them back. You know, uh, I mean, they're like, oh, if, you know, if he kills them, that makes him a bad guy, but not in my eyes. Yeah. No, I mean, people need to realize that, you know, realistically speaking, there have to be those who are willing to do that to keep, I guess, the innocent protected and not have to worry whole fucking life. If you don't go out of your way to kill somebody who's going to continue killing others, what's the fucking point? You're doing that to satisfy your own need to not go that far. But why are you doing that in the first place? You know? Like, like you know, he, if somebody's a mass murderer, they clearly need to die. There are people who will gladly argue with me over that, but I just do not believe if you run around purposely killing people that you deserve life. It's too much of a hazard for anybody, and you cannot be rehabilitated. Your your brain is clearly wired to do that. Well, it's like, you know, they won't, they won't give these guys parole unless they say they're sorry, you know, or, or admit guilt, you know. Uh, well, it's not just that, but you have all these assholes who... Uh, They'll put do a plea bargain, which is bullshit. You know, they like they they burn a busload of children alive, but then they'll like they'll admit to it, but then they'll get like manslaughter, you know, third degree manslaughter or some stupid shit like that. But no, I mean this asshole. But you know, they'll do that so that they at least get some time, even like ten years in prison, rather than being let off. But. I mean, or, if, if he's caught outside the bus jerking off and watching these kids burn to death, he clearly did it. Kill him. Or like, you know, the Green River Killer that got, uh, you know, he got life in prison versus the death penalty by, you know, releasing the, the location of some of the victims. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, the, uh, in my eyes, the guy should be dismembered over like a 15-year period. Until he's dead. Yeah. But it doesn't fit the crime remotely. 
Uh, there's too many people who think that we move past you know, the code of Hammurabi shit, you know, and thinking that's too too barbaric or whatever. But it's it, it just doesn't seem right to coddle these people. It doesn't seem right that somebody who murders uh, who, who murders a family gets the death penalty, but then lives nearly 20 years appealing it until finally he's killed. Or dies of cancer. What did that? Ramirez died of cancer or something, didn't he? He didn't even get killed. Uh, it, anyway. it doesn't make any sense. It, yeah, we're getting off the track there. I, know. I <laughs> but, wanted uh, to. Uh, I wanted to mention that 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 guy. Uh, what's his name? John Branthell or something like that. The guy that plays the Punisher. Yeah. Name. Uh, Berthnell? Berthnell? I, I think it's Berthnell. Berthnell is current call. Uh, but you know how much I record on pronouncing people's names. Mm-hmm. He was really good in that uh, movie Fury as well. I don't know if you saw that one. He was. I did see it, actually. I watched it with my brother. Oh, yeah. I may have watched that around spring break with him. Because he loves it. Yep. Yeah, that was a good one. I liked it a lot. I did, too. He's from, uh, where is he from? Oh, oh Washington, D.C. Okay. Oh. But, uh, let's see. Oh, you say anything else? I think of what else I've watched. Uh, you mentioned First Contact earlier. Yeah, I, I did go back and watch Star Trek First Contact. Uh, it's on. Amazon or Netflix, one or the other. Uh, just, I think you and I saw that in theaters. Or I saw it in yeah. theaters back in 96 or so. Yeah, I saw it a few times, I think. Uh, and I enjoyed it at the time. Uh, I thought Generations at the time was boring. I need to go back and watch it because I have not seen it in probably 20 years. I um, either. But... Uh, I like First Contact. It's a it's a it's a more action Star Trek kind of thing. I thought it was funny that they did not use phasers. They used these big fucking like assault pulse rifles. Uh, that, you were saying they were trying to make it before. like a they were trying to make it like an action movie. Yeah, that's exactly what they were doing. Uh, when they pulled those out, I knew that's what they were doing. Because uh, I've never seen them use anything like that. They've always, no matter what they've gone against, have used phasers. And they've made it very clear that when a phaser over or gets overpowered or whatever, it's deadly. You know, it's got a lot of power in that little thing. So why the fuck do you have to make it look like, a, you know, a phaser pulse rifle from aliens? But uh, that's what they did. Because uh, it's radical. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it, though. I mean, considering that uh, that I consider the late 90s to be generally just a black hole regarding good films, uh, First Contact holds its own. Uh, you know, the CGI is spotty. Luckily, they don't use a whole lot of it. But, you know, especially with the board queen, her head and neck and shit and shoulders are lowered onto the, the bodysuit she has. Yeah, yeah, it's just it it doesn't mesh well at all. 
You know, I understand this is not a six, but it just it just doesn't look good. That effect probably cost like twenty million dollars. Yeah, you know it. It was very expensive, <laughs> and they just had her head like choppy, you know, floating around there, and her spinal column or whatever is swinging around like a tail for no reason and shit. Uh, it's just I don't know. It was it was unfortunate, but again, they didn't use a whole hell of a lot of that. Luckily, the board don't require a lot of CGI. Um, Do you remember but, in uh, uh, Nemesis when uh, Tom Hardy was in there? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that hilarious? He looks like a a, a skinny little boy in that movie. Yeah, he looks totally different, man. I, I saw yeah, him I didn't in know that. that him. I didn't even know it was uh, him. I didn't, I didn't know either. You know, I didn't see Tom Hardy, I don't think, until I saw Bronson years later. Yeah. And it was like, that face looks familiar. But nothing else did. And then I looked it up on IMDb and saw that that was him. Like, you're talking about somebody who mega beefed out as Tom Hardy. Uh, find out that he's like five foot two, and you're like, that's why. Yeah. I like the guy a lot. Uh, uh, Oh, yeah, me too. I don't remember a whole lot of Nemesis. Uh, I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters. I remember not liking it. I remember that much. That's probably why I don't remember a whole lot of it. Uh, you know, it's funny, Insurrection is on Prime or Netflix for free. And, uh, you know, I, it's the only one I have not seen. I think it's the only Star Trek movie I, I just haven't seen at all. And I started it, and it was like, no, I just don't feel like it. I think I liked Insurrection. It's been so long since I've seen it, I don't remember. That's the one I after think it's the last right? one. Yeah, it's the last That's Next the... Generation cast one. Yeah, right. I think I liked it. Well, I'll have to check it out, especially since it's free. Yeah, well, I mean, um, you got to love the cast. I, yeah, that's the thing. I really do like them. That's... One thing, I've also been going back and watching Next Generation, which I used to watch all the time in middle and high school. Uh, Sunday nights, it would come on. I guess it might have been every night during the week or whatever. I know it was Sunday night, though. They syndicated the hell out of that show, too. Um, You know, I I just remember staying up late to watch it. Uh, But uh, I do like the cast quite a bit, but Having gone back also and watched the entire original series, the next generation cast just never has that. To me, it never has that chemistry that you saw, or uh, between our uh, Bones, Spock, and, and Kirk. I disagree. Uh, see, I, I, maybe it's because I haven't seen all of it yet. I'm still going through Next Generation, but uh, you know, I, I've seen some of it with uh, Data and Worf. Yeah, uh, and things like that. That's probably what all season? it is. But huh? what season are you on? I'm, I'm jumping around. I started watching from the beginning through season two, and then uh, I don't know why I stopped a while back. But now I'm just going back and just watching various uh, episodes, which would be how I used to watch it on television anyway. Or uh, right now I'm watching a two-parter where data. 
is sent back to 19th century uh, America. Yeah, see, ones like that. Yeah, ones like that I I never really cared for. Well, you know those episodes of uh, the original series we were talking about when they they were like, we have this old Western set, we got to use, okay? Y'all come up yeah. with some idea to use that shit. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they probably did the same thing with that show. I, I know that's what it is, you know, because you can find, they were still making shit uh, in the uh, early 90s, like Westerns and stuff like that. Um, so you had these on sets the, still laying around, definitely. Yeah, on the just on the lot, you know, so they're they're there yeah. to use. Uh, and, you know, I yeah. don't really mind that as long as it doesn't become a crutch for it. Unfortunately, I think the third season of Star Trek did that a little too much. But actually, looking back on it, the entire series did that every now and then. It wasn't just the Wild West. It was uh, a planet where everybody was Nazis. You know, the planet where everybody was in the 30s, America, you know, the gangsters and shit. Yeah. Uh, weird shit. You know, those to me are weirder than the actual space ones. Uh, but, I don't know, there's, there's such great stories mixed in with all that, though, that I'm perfectly willing to overlook in. Uh, any issues like that. I'd be interested to hear what you have to say when you, you know, when you finish going through it, because, I mean, it's, it's what, seven seasons? Yes. Man, there's seven great seasons, man. I think seasons one and two are probably the weakest, but it's solid, man. That's that's the thing. I keep hearing people say one and two. Like there are plenty of people who say one and two flat out suck. I don't agree with that at all. I enjoyed them. They're different than the later ones, but they had to find its own footing. It was, you know, one and two were under direct or directly influenced by Roddenberry, I think. It's after that that his influence waned until he died. Uh, which is in that excellent little documentary, Chaos on the Bridge, which is on that right, page right now. I need to watch that. Um, another the, the chemistry issue is, uh, I don't know, uh, you see it with certain characters. I think the reason I love the original series is because it's so zany crazy sometimes. Seeing Kirk act the way he does, which is, you know, just Shatner being Shatner, is hilarious. I laugh a lot more in the original series than I do in the uh, next generation. Uh, that's probably not what they were going for. No, yeah, it's, it's kind of like the opposite for me. That's kind of the reason why I don't like the original series as much. Oh, dude, I cannot get enough of his faces and shit that he makes. Uh, it's tempered by Nimoy. You know, I think Nimoy was a good, a, a very good anchor to Kirk. Uh, but uh, you know, even Nimoy, I think, had his moments where he, it, it seemed a little awkward. But... Uh, Everybody does, so I mean it's not just them. I mean it's not even just the sixties. Except for Shatner, who who never changed. He was always like that. Like I'm going through watching Twilight Zones and Out of Limits lately, and he's in both of those shows, and he's the same way. 
Can I add Rescue 911 to that list? Oh, shit, man. I haven't even seen that. It's so old. The only one of those episodes I really remember is that dude who was just being an idiot at his house shooting his BB gun at flies. And uh, he shoots through the screen. And the BB gun, it looks just like uh, the Zabruder film at JFK, man. It's like the BB goes down the street and hits a kid in the chest and enters into his lung. A BB. Or whatever. That's the only episode I still remember of Rescue Novel 1. That was a good one. I, but, uh, uh, the only reason I remember that, I think, is because of that neighbor and by the cheaper number. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, a little bit of a segue here. Um, Brent Spiner just happens to be in the new, uh, you know, ID4 movie, Independence Day. I know exactly uh, what you're about to say. <laughs> Independence Day Resurgence. I couldn't yeah. find the subtitle. Somehow. Yeah, um, but he's in there, so one thing to look forward to. You know, I uh, also heard that for some reason he was gay. It, it came you, out with him as being gay. Did you know that at all in the first movie? No. They never even mentioned that in the first movie. He was just some crazy dude. Well, yeah, I saw it with my kids, and I was kind of like, man, I don't remember this. He was, like, calling this other guy baby and shit the whole time. It was really weird. I, I, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, it's I mean, funny. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It just kind of threw me for a loop. Well, <laughs> what's funny to me is I convinced my brother that Brent Spiner was gay. Years ago, I convinced him this, even though he's not. And and he he thought that for years, and then he got pissed at me when he realized I lied to him, and then suddenly he is gay in Independence Day. It's it's fucked up, man. It's, I don't think my brother even believes me when I tell him he's gay in Independence Day. <laughs> Whatever. I, I think a lot of people would have believed you if you said that before, because he was, I mean, a rather flamboyant guy. Yeah, it was like you know, really into theater and stuff. So, but just uh, I don't know. I, well, it it it's like why? But I don't know. I don't. I mean, he was already an established character, but whatever. I know there's a big uproar about Sulu though going on right now. Yeah, why don't you talk about that for a minute? Uh, well. Uh, you know, of course, I think everybody knows that George Takei is gay, uh, but Simon Pegg, I think, rewrote, or maybe just completely wrote, this new Star Trek coming out, and uh, and he he got the right idea to make Sulu gay, and uh, he apparently went up to uh, George and told him about it, and George told him that I think it's a great idea to have a gay character in Star Trek. But I think you need to leave Sulu as he is, as Ronberry envisioned him. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but Peg did it anyway. And it's a throwaway thing from what I'm hearing. It's just like they have a family picture of just Sulu with his husband and kids or whatever, and that's it. Now, there's no point to it. Uh, I, my whole thing is with that, 
uh, you know, I know Dorsey Cady doesn't really, he's not behind that at all, but if you're going to do that, make it meaningful, you know? Don't just, don't just throw it in there because as it is, it's just pandering bullshit. I think that's you know? the problem, is it is That's pandering. exactly the problem. If they had him, you know, if they had a, a gay character come in there and his, his husband is killed or some shit, that would add some drama to it. And it would be more meaningful. It would show to the assholes who, who just shit all over homosexuals that these are fucking people too. And they go through the same shit that you do when something like this happens. But that's not what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's just the whole thing going on right now, I guess. Besides uh, the, the obvious state of Ghostbusters right now. Yeah, I was going to get into that too, but... Um... I think it's real interesting that uh, George Takei, of all people, would come out and say something like that. I think that's that, that says I, a lot, I, man. I think it's because he realizes what it is. You know, it's just like he said. You know, make a different character, okay? Give them something than, to do. More than anything, I feel like it's a uh, just a media like attention grab type thing. Like it's just going to be some article on Entertainment Weekly. You know, where, oh, look, they've got a gay character in Star Trek, you know? And yeah, dude, that's all it is. It raises traffic for people like that, and it gets people talking about the movie. That's all it is. It's all cynical shit. You know, they're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart because they truly believe in this. Right. They're doing it because it gets people talking. That's it. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really care. I thought Into Darkness was absolute garbage. Yeah. So I have no intention of watching this one. Yeah, I've talked to you about it before, and, and I'm I'm not going to watch any of that shit. I'm not going to watch the original because I just don't have any desire to. I'd rather go watch, you know, Enterprise or something before I watch that. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I think I said before, I went back and rewatched the first of the, you know, J, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Right. It was, it was all right, you know, but, you know, the, the second one was just horrible. And there's issues I have with it. I don't like, I'm not talking about the lens players necessarily and the, the freaking ADD action going everywhere. <laughs> or, and, you know, the wrong ones looking like shit. Yeah. I, I don't like what they do with the Romulans. I don't like the ship the Romulans have. It looks like asshole. Uh, the, the designer for Star Trek, uh, I don't like his design. He's the same guy who designed a Cloverfield monster. And he okay. likes to have everything look like fucking spindly assholes with cooters hanging all over, off of the wavies and shit. And it looks like shit to me. It sounds like a memorable creature. It's like the re- reincarnation of, of Giger or something? Well, Giger actually made a really... He can actually take these weird designs like that, you know, the phallic designs and uterine designs and all that, and made them into art. He was very Throw good at that. a vagina in there. Make it look like a vagina. Yeah, but this... I mean, this guy is like... It, it's like uh, if Giger had started drawing at the age of five... It was just infatuated with vaginas and spiders. Yeah. And then 
had some sort of traumatic brain injury where he never aged beyond that, but still loved vaginas and spiders. And so he designed all these vagina creatures. Like the creature for uh, eight millimeter. I didn't care for the alien in that at all. Because <laughs> his mouth was a fucking pulsing vagina, you know, with a cream pie in it. Millimeter. <laughs> was a creature in that? Yeah, like it was the Nick Cage thing movie with the, the... Oh, no, oh. what am I thinking of? I'm thinking of that, that the one with the, the kids. They're filming their monster movie, and there's that train wreck, and a creature gets out. I'm, I'm must be Super eight. Super eight. Super eight. There we go. There we go. Okay. Yeah, man. I was like, I saw that Nick Cage movie about pornos. Or about <laughs> snuff films. Oh, super <laughs> eight. Uh, nah, I just... The first one's all right. Uh, but I, don't, I don't know. I just... There's no soul in these movies at all. It's just a bunch of shit thrown together. It was the issue I had rewatching uh, the the Mummy films, the second one, not the first one. I, I do like the first one. That second one, once they get to that oasis and there's all those fucking pygmy mummies and shit, it's just yeah. too much shit happening. It reminds yeah. me of uh, the Transformers movies or the Avengers where there's just so much shit happening where you just get tired of it. Yeah. I mean, if I'm getting tired of a special effect that you spent millions of dollars on, you're doing something wrong. That's exactly like me, man. Like, a lot of these big-budget action movies, to me, it's too much. And it really... I get desensitized to it, and it, yeah. it puts me to sleep. I mean, it, because it's... It's too much going on, and people think I'm crazy for saying that, but I just don't like it. You know, it's you, you've got to have something in between the action. You got to have well, you know, some mean, character it needs development. To be a special effect. You know, it needs to be something that stands out. And you're like, wow, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. You know, not you don't just throw like, you know, a bunch of fucking scrotums and ships just pounding each other in midair repeatedly. Or Transformers just fisting each other, you know, for 30 minutes straight. And nothing's happening but just action. It, yeah. it, you get fatigued by it, and I get irritated by it. Like uh, Bad Boys versus Bad Boys 2, or The Rock versus Bad Boys 2, you know. Yeah. Like, I used to love Michael Bay. Like, I mean, I still think he's a good filmmaker. I just think that he doesn't make films for me personally anymore. I, I think that's why Pain and Game was so uh, surprising to me. I love Pain and Game. I loved it. I do, too. I think it's great. That's why I don't need Michael Payne. It's because of shit like The Rock. Or, or shit, Armageddon, for me, even though it's just very much in the Transformers vein. I, I still love it. But, uh, um, yeah, Pain and Game, he, he can do it. He really can. But he's just like... You can tell he's just catering to a certain crowd of, you know, well, kids. Uh, who, I mean, uh, it's, it's the crowd that's, you know, propelled him into the, you know, number one spot for directors. I mean, dude makes crazy amounts of money, and his films make lots of money, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I don't really blame the guy for doing that, but, you know, it's just not for me. It's not what I enjoy. No. I don't know. 
I, you know, I, I don't think it's because we're getting older. I, I really think if I had been, even in my teens, if I was seeing some shit like this, just repeatedly happening, I would be, I would, I would get tired of it. Because there's nothing special about it. Yeah. Um, well, you know what, man? I was I was feeling crazy the other day, um, and I, I downloaded the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Somebody's opinion that I trust said that it's pretty good. I should give it a shot. The second one? No, the first one. I was going to oh, go see okay. the second one in the theater if I liked the first one, because you know the oh. second one has a lot of shit in it that I want to see. But yeah, I I could I couldn't make it through it, man. I, I couldn't make it through the first one. Not bad. I sat, I sat down with my kids and I just I couldn't get into it, man. Gave it a shot though. Hmm. Just uh, just not for me. But it's unfortunate. Hey. Well, yeah, because like like you said, the second one you know, with Bebop and Rocksteady and Crane, Super Shredder. That's all shit go. I would have loved to have seen. I'd still like to see that. Yeah, I know. Me too. But I, I just don't like the world they created. I don't like it at all. I don't. I really fucking hate uh, Megan Fox as April O'Neil. Uh, she's the worst part of the movie, in my opinion. I don't know why they brought her back. There's plenty of other people they could have chosen. I guess because she could work for cheap, you know, since she burned her bridge and they were like, well... You know, we'll give you another shot. I, I hope she worked with Chief, because God damn. She There's had to have, man. I know she she pissed off Spielberg pretty bad, I think. So, yeah, she had to have worked for pretty cheap. She pissed off Spielberg and Michael Bay before. That's why she yeah, wasn't think, in Transformers yeah. 3. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's plenty of women that can actually act out there that they could have gotten. They could push their tits up and put on some red lipstick and probably do, you know, do whatever the fuck they're looking for. I mean, you know, April knew it's not supposed to be a sex spot. Well, when they announced the Jonah Hex movie, I like Jonah Hex. Yeah. And they said Josh Brolin was going to be Jonah Hex. I thought, well, okay, that's cool. You know, Clint Eastwood's too old to be that character, although I think he would have been perfect years ago. And then they said Megan Fox was going to be in it, and I just lost interest. Have you seen it? I've seen a little bit of it, and it reminded me too much of shit like a Wild Wild West, and I just, I don't want anything to do with it. It was not good, man. Not good. No, what I saw was trash. I love Josh Brolin, though. I do, too. And I still think he looked really good as uh, as Jonah X. It's the same thing with the uh, Punisher Warzone. I think Ray Stevenson was looked fantastic as a Punisher. And he acted really good as a Punisher, but they put him in the shittiest Punisher movie. Yeah, that was just not a good movie. No, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Uh, that's why I was kind of apprehensive about it. Uh, this is like the, know, bitch, our, this is the bitch fest is what we're doing tonight. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. that's God damn, we're so negative tonight. <laughs> What's that? Let me move on to some shit here, uh, just to get it going. I mentioned Independence Day Resurgence. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think I've I even talked to you about it yet. 
it's uh I thought it was really good. It was kind of like a uh throwback to like nineties action movies for me. Um just really good all the way around, I think. But uh That's why I wanna I started watching Independence Day uh on July fourth and I enjoyed what I watched of it. I need to finish it. Yeah. Um, I meant to go watch the original with my kids first, but uh did just didn't have the time for one reason or another. But uh yeah, I need to watch the original film again because it you know, this was intended as a as a new trilogy. But I don't know if it made the money. I don't I don't know what the money was looking like, but if it didn't make the money it's not gonna happen, obviously. How much more can they do with that? Just saying, man, that's how it was written. It's it's not really yeah. like left open at the end for another movie, but you know, it, it, it could easily happen. Well, I guess they did the same thing with the first one, man. Yeah. I, they kind of tied off the first one. Although I remember one uh, story idea that they threw around in the late nineties for a sequel to it, which I thought would have been really fucking cool. Was uh, happy that you know the aliens in Independence Day were like locusts. You know, they would just yeah. suck up all the resources on a planet and move on. Well, they had an idea where there was another alien race hunting them, going to destroy oh, yeah. them, and they would have shown up. Uh, I think that would have been badass. I really do. But that didn't oh, yeah, happen. At the, end, at the end of Resurgence, we get this, like, weird cube thing that uh, Brent Spiner's got, and it apparently has, like, all the answers of the universe. So we're now going to get, like, all this new technology and shit, so who knows what's going to happen with that. That you pull it out of his boyfriend's ass? He felches it. Uh, okay. I thought I lost you for a second there. But, uh... Oh, oh okay. uh... Uh, well, real quick, I'll mention I saw uh, Finding Dory, The Shallows, which is the uh, Shark Attack movie, and the yeah. BFG. And uh, I'll just say all those were relatively mediocre and just to mm-hmm. move on. I've seen, like, a lot of the, the summer shit this year just because mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to get out of this house that I'm in right now. Um, oh, yeah. But I uh, also you. saw X-Men Apocalypse that I really enjoyed. Oh, okay. Now you've heard a lot of You know, yeah, so many people are so cynical now, like we've been tonight, yeah. uh, that I just don't know what to trust. You know, I know there's good shit out there that just gets crapped all over, and then there's shit that, that gets elevated, you know. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's, it, it seems uh, like you really can't. Like, everything you hear about, like, 50% of people hate it, and 50% of people love it. There's no middle ground. You know, I've always loved X-Men, so, you know, pretty much anything X-Men, I'm I'm always down to watch, and I really enjoyed it. It's uh, got a really brief cameo from from, uh, Wolverine. Other than that, he's not in it at all. Um but it introduces some new characters that I like a lot. Uh, Jubilee's in there. 
Oh, yeah, I remember them talking about her being in it. Psylocke is in there, which I, I've always loved Psylocke. Um, maybe all the new ones that are 100% new. But anyway, yeah, just a really cool movie. I you know, enjoyed it a lot. It's a little bit long. That would be my only complaint about it. But it didn't feel long to me. You know, that's that's the, the only positive thing I'll say about it is it didn't feel like it was dragging. It was just, you know, when you got a movie that's almost three hours long, it's a little bit too long. Uh, they do that a lot, though, you notice? No. I'm with not. those films. Like the, like, like, uh, the Transformers movies are well over an hour too long. Yeah. Whatever. Saw uh, the Legend of Tarzan. How was that? Okay. It was okay. Okay. It was great. Okay. I'm curious about that one. Um, I did see uh, Chaplin's Goliath. That was one you had mentioned a while back. Yeah. What'd you think? Really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it's a shame about him. Uh, what, what's Eric Campbell? Is that his name? Yeah, I believe so. It was just yeah, yeah, it's a shame he died, especially as early as he did. What nineteen seventeen? I think Chaplin would have stuck with him for a while. Uh, oh, I guess I can see what I've seen. Uh, Regarding documentaries uh, that have popped up on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, The first one is The Creep Behind the Camera, which I've been curious about. That's about the making of the movie The Creeping Terror, which was on Mystery Science Theater. Oh, okay. It's one of the best MSC3J episodes, I think. It's an earlier Mike episode. Um. But uh, the, uh, the documentary is weird because it's a lot of dramatization and then some interviews with people involved with the actual events. Now, it's an interesting story. I didn't realize all that. Like, the director was just a piece of shit. Um, but uh, it was interesting. It's free on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I'm uh, adding it now. Oh yeah, well, uh, the, the other one I watched was. <laughs> they what? That's that's why I'm so silent. I'm adding it to my list. Oh oh yeah yeah it's it's on there it's free, um and uh, that guy Dick Miller it's excellent. Oh um, right, I need to watch that one too. I love yeah, it. You need to watch that one. Uh, that one is I think I said I told you earlier it's a perfect. Uh, Oh, God, what's that? Uh, you're breathing awful loud. You sound like you're playing high seat with me. Uh, me? But, uh, yeah, yeah, I just, I'm just here. Like, I'm breathing real loud into the speaker. I'm just letting you know. But, uh, near me. Fine. <sighs> well, shit, unless you've got, unless you've got some, some creature there, I don't know. Uh, well, no, whatever. That, 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 that may have been what it was. Oh. Well, uh, here it is, Corman's World. Uh, that that guy, Dick Miller, is a perfect companion to Corman's World. Uh, it's made very similar to that. But it's, it, that's a really cool one. 
<laughs> we just both ended like that. Just breathing real heavy. Just like at the deer camp. Just like at the deer camp. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I got both those added to my list. I've, uh, yeah, I forgot to add that Dick Miller one, but I've been, you know, waiting for that to come out. It's finally got released. Yeah, I, I was very surprised. I just looked up, uh, I can't remember what it was I looked up on Amazon, but they came up with documentaries about, you know, the, the drive-in movies and stuff, which are on there. Uh, and then a couple of documentaries uh, called Monster Madness. It's three of them uh, about the different eras of uh, the horror sci-fi movie. Okay. Uh, first one is Universal Monsters. So it's the 30s to the 40s. And then the second one is uh, the 50s, uh, you know, the giant monster invasion, the radioactive oh, shit and all that. And the okay. third one is uh, the gothic horror, the hammer okay. films and stuff. That's pretty interesting. There's a lot of interviews with directors and actors and writers. How did you find out about it? I'm trying to think of what I looked up. I just looked up something on uh, Amazon, and you know how it'll, it'll uh, when you find something, it'll say, oh, I know what I looked up. I looked up the movie uh, The Beast with the Million Eyes, which is a Roger Corman movie. And, uh, you know, it always gives suggestions saying people also watch this. Oh, yeah. And all that shit came up on the bottom. It was a lot of stuff. I'll look up something, and it'll be like, uh, you might be interested in the Sex and the City movie. Oh, God, yeah. So he's something <laughs> way off. I always get the worst recommendations on there. Well, well, it's it's good stuff though. I mean, anybody who's want to watch those, check them out on Amazon Prime. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, do you want to talk about the uh, elephant in the room here? That is the uh, the Ghostbusters reboot. <laughs> sure, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, yeah, I've been reading quite a bit about it. On, uh, She's a large woman. Or, um, I don't know. I, I I don't know what it, you know, what what to even think about it. I'm I'm just gonna have to see it for myself to know what I think about it. Apparently, you want to do it? Go for it. Oh man! Well, you know, it's apparently got decent ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. but. Uh, and some people are actually saying they enjoy it, but I don't trust reviewers now in this yeah. uh, politically correct, uh, correct climate that we're in right now. I really don't, because nobody wants to be that asshole who says this sucks, because then, thanks to Paul Feig and all of them, they're misogynists suddenly. Like, well, maybe you movie sucks ass. You're, you're going on a list if you give this movie a bad review. You're going to come exactly. Uh, you're going to be like exactly. and it's uh, it's fucked up I mean but that's the case I mean it may it may be alright I don't know but I don't trust anybody reviewing that 
Dude, I clicked on this article just like earlier while we were talking, and uh, it was just all these people posting empty theaters on Twitter. Like pictures of them sitting in empty ass theaters. Like, I'm here at the Ghostbusters premiere. Nobody else is, though. Like, ah, man. That sucks. Uh, since it's not opening in China, if it doesn't do well here, it doesn't have a chance in hell to do well at all. All their fucking backpedaling and all their blame game. Not going to work. Yeah, they're trying to shame people into going to see it. Or, or at least say good things about it. And, you know, if you want to do that, you can fuck yourself. Not only that, Dale, but they've been doing that since the very beginning. Like, since they first released that trailer, which was the indication to me that they didn't have any confidence in this movie to begin with. they just no. been trying to play this whole sexism angle to, to get some sales out of it. You know, and I can't... I can't refute that there's a sexist aspect to it because I know there's shitheads out there. I don't sure. care that it's women at all. I just... I don't either. I, you know, I even gave the trailers a chance. I watched it. Or I watched a couple of them. They are... The trailers remind me of the current Saturday Night Live situation, whereas <laughs> it is, like, aggressively unfunny shit. Uh... Saturday Night Live right really now is some of the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. You know, uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, man, because, like, that's a good topic, because the other day I watched an episode of Saturday Night Live. Uh, Larry David was on there. He's been on there a lot lately, I'm a big Larry David fan. I don't know if this was a rerun or what, but anyway, I watched it. And uh, it was fucking awful. Like, and I, I posted somewhere, I said, you know, I've, I've always said the the current um, cast of Saturday Night Live is the worst, but this time I mean it. You know, like it's it's not just the cast; it's the writing as well. It's everything. It's. Uh-huh. I mean, we're. I mean, it, it's really sad when me in my mid thirties am, am too old for Saturday Night Live. You know. It's, dude. I, the, the, the one I watched had the, the guest star was uh, what's Fred Armisen or whatever his name is. Yeah. The guy from Portlandia. Yeah, I love Fred Armisen. As, uh, Huge fan. I, uh, th- this this was a terrible episode, Daryl. None of it was funny. It's like it's not when you watch something and it's just not funny. It's like the exact op- It's like somebody who's trying to piss you off and drive you to homicide. If I'd been right in front of them and they'd been doing that shit in front of my face, I probably would have killed a few of them because it was just that fucking bad. It's like the level of incompetence is, is staggering for that. They're just coasting on, I guess, the goodwill of what I guess some people see as an American institution now or a, a television institution or whatever. It's not deserving. Saturday Night Live today is completely undeserving of the greats like you know, Bill Murray and their own and Chevy Chase. You know, the earlier ones. I loved the cast. The 90s. Like, three years ago, I loved the cast of Saturday Night Live. Like, loved them. Like, Andy Samberg, Bill Hader, Kristen Wiig. Loved them. Funny as shit people, man. Like... I, I don't know what happened. Like, Fred Armisen. You know, he was on there. Fucking, yeah. uh... <laughs> 
I mean, my point was, you know, every time there's a new cast, people say, oh, this is the worst cast ever. But it's true this time. Like, it really is. Like, you grow to love these people over over time, you know. And uh, it's just not happening now. That fucking, uh, the main dude, he's the worst. Like, uh, Tyrion or some shit like that. He's married to the fucking chick that was on uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Taryn, or he's got some stupid name like that. Anyway. Like, he's the, the main only, dude on there now. The only people I've recognized were Maya Rudolph, which I was flabbergasted that she was still on there, and uh, the Good Burger dude. Yeah, That's he's it. still on there. Keenan. Yeah, he is. Everybody else on there was like a walking void on legs. None of them had any, anything to add to anything. They were just there. Uh, Terry, I, mean, I was. Uh, well, I'll forget his name in five minutes, and uh, it's him yeah. and the entire cast of Ghostbusters. Like that's that that's who makes up the cast of SNL now. Uh, I like I, they've got to have. Yeah. They gotta have the black girl, and they gotta have the fat girl, and they gotta have the fat dude. Gotta have the dumb, the dumb guy. He's, the fat guy is no Horatio Sands. Oh. <laughs> oh man. And I like Horatio Sands a lot. Oh yeah, I did too. Uh, it, it's it's sad, man, because like I've I've grown up with that show. Like that that show is a big part of my life. You know. Like every well, single yeah, day. I, I don't know. You, you've watched it since the 90s. Or, hell, you've probably watched it since the late 80s. Oh, yeah, no, oh, I yeah. watched it, yeah, definitely in the 80s. It was, uh, like, I was watching, like, you know, Ackroyd and, uh, you know, uh, Belushi and shit in the, you know, in the 80s. Um, or whatever, uh, you know, Nick at Night started showing uh, syndication. Well, you know, and the thing is, I watched this episode with, you know, a good friend of mine who's, he's a bit older than us, and he has been watching the show since it began. He's right. loved it since it began. And he, even he, after we watched it, was like, I don't know what's happened. You know, it was like, this this guy loves Saturday Night Live. Right. Uh, it was, I, it, it hurt him, I think, in ways that it couldn't hurt me because I'm not, I've never been a huge fan. It depends on the cast. You're not a big fan of sketch comedy, I don't think, no, are you? No, because I think it's... Uh, no, for me, it's way too hit and miss. Right. Uh, it doesn't allow for... Especially Saturday Night Live, it doesn't allow for them to test these things to see if they work or not. They're just right. they're writing it and throwing it out there, so, you know, they're, they're lucky to have a couple of sketches that work. You know, and sketches that do end up working are sketches that never should. One of the funniest sketches I've ever seen is fucking Canteen Boy, and it should not have been yeah. funny, no. but it's hilarious. Yeah. Every time Alec Baldwin came on, they did that. Yeah, and uh, thank God they did, because Alec Baldwin on Saturday Night Live, I, I really like it on there. Yeah. Um, he's got that going for him. But, uh, it's just sad, man. But, uh... Well, <clears throat> you 
want to uh, get into our main uh, topic tonight? Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and go. Get into uh, Game of Thrones here, and uh, Dale's the reason why I've been watching Game of Thrones. He uh, got me. into Game of Thrones, and yeah, I'll blame you, but uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad you. I, I'm glad you got me into it, man, because you know, I mean, you know, everybody's been talking about this show for years now. And, yeah. I was just kind of reluctant because I didn't want to get involved into another series that was going to take hours of time to, you know, get through. It was just kind of, uh, it was a lot to take on for me, you know. It was overwhelming. So, uh, but you got into it and kind of binge-watched the whole show, didn't you? I did. Uh, you know, I picked it up. I think I've explained I picked it up or. Uh, on Black Friday, the first two seasons, oh, but yeah. I didn't watch them. Uh, uh, I didn't even watch them over the Christmas break. I didn't watch them until I was done with school. I started the day after uh, to my last final for this last semester, so because I, I knew I was going to have to binge, uh, binge watch it, and I, I loved it. I mean, it did not take long at all to, to fall for the show. I see why people love it. You watched like sixty episodes in like two weeks, didn't you? Well, I watched the first season in like uh, two days, and then I went home, and then I started watching season two. And my mother, I did not think for a chance that she would sit down there, but she like she got glued to it. I she was like, "What's happening? What's what's this? What's that?" It's like Jesus. So I had to stop and let her watch all of season one to get caught up. Uh, and then she and I, it was actually cool to sit down with her and watch something with her. It's not a whole lot I could do that well. But, uh, so that, that kind of became our show. Me, man. It shocks me, dude. I see some stuff on that <laughs> show that it, it almost, like, kind of offends me a little bit. Not not really. I, I, really, I really dig it. But, uh, um, well, before we get any further into this, I just want to say there will be spoilers in this. We're going to go season uh, yeah. one through most of five. Which is where you are. Which I seriously uh-huh. doubt that. Yeah, it's, it's where I am, like almost at the end of five. I, I doubt anybody's listening that, that has not uh, already watched the show. Um, but, yeah, there's going to be some spoilers in here. It's Your, your mom digging the show, man, that, that's shocking because I know people that, you know, they're they're offended like on a daily basis by that show. And, you know, you'd be surprised. I know that you and a lot of other people have, you know, who grew up with me saw my mom. You probably think of her as something similar to a saint, just how sweet she is, and and how she seems to be. You know, she's and she is she is like that. But yeah. mom will watch raunchy ass shit that you would never even think of. She has the same sense of humor to a degree. By my brother, do that's fine. Uh, it, it really is. Now we get a lot of it from dad, but yeah. it's dad and mom together, and there was a perfect storm of just crudeness that that my brother and I have. You know, but, I want to uh, bring something up, man, and don't. I, I just thought of this. If you want me to edit this out, I will. But uh, you remember that that time we like found a box of like romantic novels. It was like um, a fucking huge box of them, man. What was this? Was it at the house? The garage? 
Yeah, it was in the garage. Oh, you're probably thinking about all the Playboys. No, no, this was this was romantic novels. I mean, not you know, just you know the stuff. That, oh, know, I know were, exactly what you're talking about. Like Fabio type stuff. Goddamn, like yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Those were always around the house. Well, I guess uh, yeah, I could see how she was in the Game of the Thrones. Yeah, just just like five page descriptions of throbbing dongs. Uh, well, it's it's funny. Uh, um, I started Game of Thrones, and the only thing I knew about it was that three episode arc on South Park. Yeah. Oh uh, <laughs> man, that's all I knew. And uh, oh my, I'm actually gonna put that in. Um. Wiener, 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 wiener. <laughs> so when the fucking theme song starts up, and it's like that for every episode, I have to fast forward through the, because that's what I hear. My brain puts that in there. I cannot not think of that. And for after I watched the show for for a couple of weeks after that, that was stuck in my head. A fucking wiener song. And then you watch you the that. show and you realize it's not a whole lot in there. No. I haven't seen a whole lot of wieners. I've I've seen seen three or four. I Um, can't think of any right now, right off. I can't think of a whole lot of bush. The first wiener you see is Hodor's. That pasty ass thing. Oh, shit. I don't even remember that. Man, it looks just like Castle Freak Stick. Does he say Hodor when you see it? Yeah, it's Hodor. Uh, no, he doesn't. That that wild woman, the wildling woman that was helping to take care of the kids, sees it and she's uh, you see the lust fills her eyes. You know, they point to it. Yeah, I guess Hodor. she says Hodor. Yeah, Hodor. yeah, she says that. <laughs> Get on this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Later, you see the mountains briefly. And then I just told you about that shot. Oh, I think shit. it's in season six, where uh, where the camera like immediately you're right there under somebody's scrotum. Like showed, it's like showed first. Yeah, it, it, it's that's exactly what it is. I'm um, waiting for that. It's worth the wait. But seriously, but, man, uh, it's it's it, man. They've got some beautiful women in that show. Good God. Man, they do. They really do. Man. Just um, like the lighting, I don't know what it is, but it's, man, it, it's great. It's really well done. It's funny. If they don't want you to look beautiful, they sure shit will make oh, you yeah. look like shit in there. All the all the um, whores and stuff, though, they're like, they're obviously not whores, you know? No. No. Uh, yeah, I was... I noticed that too. Like the whores in like Deadwood, you know, they're whores. They look like it. Uh, and I really wish that they had done that at Game of Thrones, but they, they're just sitting outside the saloon whipping the nasty snatch everywhere for the miners. And the miners just come in there in droves. It's so gross, man. <laughs> uh, come and get this. There's like oh, the one yeah. tooth in the old head. <sighs> What's uh, this? 
dude, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And then when I realized what they were doing, I was like, these dudes can't really have liked that. Ever. That's fucking gross. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I can only imagine the smell of anybody oh, no, in no, an no, old no. town like that. Now, no, let's spend the next 30 minutes talking about the aromas. <laughs> no, I'm... <laughs> it's, uh... No, no, you're right, though. Game of Thrones is a uh, very... It's it's actually, for being a fantasy show, it's got quite a bit of realism in it, I think. Especially with the way people act. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, well, this... I, I just uh, start with season one, if you want to, and just, you know, your your opinions on, on everything. If you can remember back. Uh, I, I, you know... I think one was much more grounded because it wasn't so much the fantasy aspect yet. It was really the uh, political intrigue going on at King's Landing, you know, with uh, Ned trying to find out what had happened to the, uh, I guess, the, the previous uh, hand of the king. You know, when Robert summoned him over there, and you learn that Robert hates. You start to hear more a little bit about the Targaryens, right? Or, how Robert hates them. He just wants to wipe them all out. He starts that shit, uh, you know, trying to kill Daenerys as soon as he finds out that she's still alive over across the, the ocean. Um, but, you know, when he's on his uh, deathbed, he retracts that, but it's too late. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought, you know, you, you see Sean Bean, you know he's going to die. Or, uh, a big spoiler there. That's what triggers everything that's been going yeah, on. I didn't really. know that. That was a terrible death, too, man. Because he was the best person on the show. He was a genuinely really good was. person. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why he died. Well, all his kids uh, were, too. I mean, that's that's really like the way I look at the show is it's really more of a show about the Starks. It is. And exactly. everybody else is, is is in the background. But, you know, that's just me personally. It's, you know, with uh, especially with the way he dies, with the, uh, again, more spoiler warnings. I don't think I have to keep saying this, but uh, with being beheaded like that, it was almost symbolic. That was the head being chopped off of the Stark family, because after that, they were just scrambling. You know, oh, they did man. not expect that at all, because Joffrey, nobody knew just how much of a cunt Joffrey was. Not even Cersei. Because she didn't, yeah. you know, seriously wasn't going to do that to him. Uh, so they just had him, you know, admit to being a traitor when he wasn't, and then they did that. And, you know, after that, I fucking hated Joffrey. I mean, I really wanted, like, I wanted him to be, like, there just been a whole season of him just being raped violently. Well, uh, <laughs> I know I, I would text you, like, on a daily basis how much I hated Joffrey. Yeah, how much I just fucking despised him, and you were like, "Just wait, just wait, just wait." Yeah, I had to. Do that. I wanted to tell you so bad, but I had to. I just wasn't going to because I wanted but, you I mean, to see it happen. It was so oh, anti-dramatic when it happened. I mean, it was so like, uh, I mean, it happened, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then we get this other boy in there who like I almost want Joffrey back now because this guy is such a fucking pussy. Exactly. Exactly. 
I mean, like at least Joffrey uh, could, you know, give me something to to you know think about. But, uh, oh man, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but when when Rob and uh, you know Caitlin got got uh, killed, like that, oh. that, I think was the the most heartbreaking thing in the show to me. Rob's wife. Uh, oh yeah, all of them, man. Like it, it like as I was not expecting it at all. Like it was just no. Oh, it was so. No. It was. It, it was. It was rough. Um, you know, and and that woman who played Rob's wife was. Uh, I don't know if I've told you was Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter. Oh really? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great body. She's on her. gorgeous. She's very, yeah. very beautiful. But, uh, yeah, and, and see, that's the thing. That's where they started with massacring everybody. Was with her. Uh, after that, I fucking hated that. Uh, oh shit! What's his fucking name? That old uh, dude. Yeah, that shit pile. Uh, old dude. Uh, I haven't seen him in a while. I don't know what he's up to. Oh, uh, he's still got a part to play. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, he was a... God, I hated him after that. Because he was just a dirty little shit. He would sit there fingering like these 15 or 12-year-old girls and shit right in front of everybody. Uh, He was just disgusting. Uh, But... uh, no, I think season one was excellent. It, it, I could see why people were sucked into it. Uh, it just kept getting better, you know. Uh, I love the end of season one. It, you, you had Ned's death, which sucked. But then you had Daenerys. You know, they showed what she was capable of. You right. know, she, she the had a brother killed, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, man, his death was awesome. On. Yeah. Now, that was uh, that was uh, what they poured the gold all over his head, which was funny. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, he was a shit heel. Um, which is funny because uh, the fact that that killed him like that, but then fire won't do anything to her. Uh, Walter Frey, is that right? Walter Frey, that's him. Man. Um, whole thing with Daenerys, I really like her character a lot too. I, yeah, but more so in the beginning than I than now. But uh, she, uh, old uh, fucking Jason Momoa, just piling her around. Yeah, she's far, she's finally started to enjoy that. Uh, was it a Dorakian? Dothraki. Dothrakian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was cool, though, how she embraced that. She, like, she's almost like a, uh, I mean, she's really good at adapting in certain situations, you know? Yeah. She, you know, found a place for herself there and, you know, really, you know, came to, to like being around those people and they liked her. And it was really interesting. She's the kind of character that, like you said, she adapts, but then she takes charge. She takes over. Uh, 
Right. She's, she's, she's just, yeah, she's a really cool character. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but I, yeah, the end of that first season, though, with her is when I knew I was going to have to stick with the show. I had to see what was going to happen with her. I'll be honest, man, I still wasn't on board yet. I think it was season two is where I, I really got, got on board. And not even then yet, like, Season three and four, like I've really grown to love the show. It's it's great stuff. Um, it was just I know I've I've told you this before that it was just a lot to to take in. It was just all the characters, you know, all the storylines. It was just a lot for me, you know. That yeah yeah you're right. It, <clears throat> that that was pretty much the whole point, I guess, of the first two seasons was doing that. You know, world building, I suppose. Right. And then, you know, and then they start falling off like flies. You know, and the stories start to come together. Yeah. Um, but, uh... uh Stark Girls. Uh, I love the Stark Girls, man. Oh, uh, Arya is awesome. Arya and Sansa both. I like both of them. And they have their own, their own unique ways of dealing with uh, with everything, it's Sansa irritated me for a while. Yeah. I, I didn't know if she was just going to be killed because she was so naive, but then it, how she was going to end up being. But uh, you know, the last couple seasons, she's really grown. She's finally understood that you know she's she's got to do something. I suppose. Yeah, um, I mean, she wasn't really in a position where she could do a whole lot. I mean, she could have gotten no. killed, you know, plenty of times. Yeah, it was really by the grace of, you know, like the mountain at first. You know, he took pity on her, uh, and then of course Tyrion. Uh, right. You know, dude, I love Tyrion. He's probably my favorite character. Yeah. But one of my favorite characters. Really um, grow to love him, man. He's 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 grown so much as a character. Yeah. From a, you know, uh, just a little, you know, just a little shit to, to somebody you actually have compassion for and you care about. And, you know, it's funny. It's the same way with this brother, with, yeah. uh, with yeah. Jamie. I hated Jamie at first. I think everybody did, rightfully so. But, uh, yeah, well, his character has changed. The reason Bran is a fucking cripple, so... Yeah, but I think in the end that's going to work for Bran uh, with the way his story is going. His is the weirdest arc to me because it's like totally fantasy, I suppose, at this point. Yeah. Uh, so you're not sure what's going to go down with it, what his place is going to be. Uh, you know, because, I mean, Bran at this point would be the the the, the male, uh, the elderly male Stark. You know, the person that's yeah. known as a Stark. That's right. So, I mean, he, he should be the one who takes over. But looking at it that way, he should be the one who takes over Winterfell. But he, he's nowhere near Winterfell. Well, that's what I was just thinking, man. I haven't seen him since season four. I haven't seen him at all of season five at all. No, uh, you'll, you'll see him. Uh, I think he's going to start playing a much more prominent role. Uh, 
in the next or towards the end here. Um, but uh, of course, it's John Snow. You know, I, I really love him too. I think he's a great character. Uh, I never liked the way Caitlin Star treated him. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but uh, the more information that's coming out about him, uh, you, you begin to realize, I guess, just how tragic the way she was towards him is. Oh, again, you'll, you'll see more about that. Uh-huh. But, uh, I'm at the point now where uh, Sam just got his ass beat by a couple of dudes trying to rape that uh, that wildling he's with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I like him, too. He's a good guy. Oh, yeah, he's definitely, yeah, you can't. There's, there's nothing to dislike about him. Every bit about him is uh, solid. Oh, that's funny, because he's just as tough as any of those dudes there. He just doesn't realize yeah. it. Yeah. But nobody else has killed a White Walker yet. No. Where and I shit, am. I mean, he saw all that crap, you know, with the, the, the White Walkers and the dead and all that. Uh, and he was, he. I think he handled it really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Let me ask you something. Uh, you remember that that baby? There was a baby they had. They turned into a White Walker at one point. Yeah. Where is that? Have I seen that again, or is that coming into play later? I am not sure. Uh, the, you you will see the White Walkers more from here on out. Uh, um, but uh, I haven't seen White Walker babies. Actual White Walkers, I haven't seen many at all. It's mostly just the dead. Uh, yeah. But uh, but since that dude has been, you know, raping his daughters and giving babies to these White Walkers, and they haven't been killing them, they've been doing that. I guess turning them into White Walkers. There's probably quite a few out there. You would think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think at this rate, I think I've only seen like five or so of them. Maybe a few more. But uh, I don't know. I, I really like some of the fantasy aspects of it. Uh, like the giants, I think are really yeah. cool. I know you've seen them. Oh, um man. All right. Now, the one thing that really bothers me, though, is the dire wolves constantly die. Constantly. How many are left, man? It's like uh, Ghost is still alive right now. Yeah. Uh, you probably have Ghost, uh, Rickens. Uh, okay. Audience ran off, yeah. but we haven't seen that one again. Sansa was the somebody. first to die. Yeah, I think Orias will come That's back it. at some point. That's it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think Ghost turned out to be the biggest one. But, I mean, they just, I don't know, they just keep getting wiped out left and right. And, I, you know, when they introduced it, I was hoping there would be a little bit more to them. 
you know, Ghost has been showing, you know, the, I guess the uh, whole time, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's been he's been pretty awesome. But I wish all of them had been like that, you know. Uh, but um, I don't think they're big enough to tell you the truth. Like direwolves were fucking huge. Like I mean, imagine a wolf now. It's like ten times the size of that thing, you know. Uh, yeah, they were they were pretty damn big. I just I don't know. I, I guess they. Didn't want to make them too big, uh, for whatever reason. Because I, I, you know, they made them bigger than she. They could just ride the dire wolves around everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do love Bran uh, warging into everything. What's Bran doing now with you? Nothing, man. That's what I was saying. I haven't seen him since oh, yeah. season four at all. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he, he is. He, he's the one that's really got the... I think he's the ace for the Sharks. Um, Tell me this, man. But, uh, what I uh, think is going to happen with Brand, I think he's going to get in control of one of those dragons. It's, it's funny that you say that because my mom thinks the exact same thing. Okay, okay, because I, um, I think that's what's going to happen. I, I wonder. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh, you know, I, I've i read theories about about what all is going to happen. You know, Daenerys obviously is one of the dragon riders, and there will be two others. Uh, you know, theories I've heard are Jon Snow is one and Tyrion is the other. But I'm wondering if Snow even will be. It may be Bran. I don't know. Brand, I may die tomorrow. All three. Hey, what? Snow could die tomorrow. Yeah, that's... The more involved you get with these characters, man, the more I realize that one, at least one of these big characters like this is going to die. Uh, and uh, I, I think Denar as well. After... Uh, this is just my thinking. Uh, I think she will after she comes over to Westeros. Uh, then her, her part will be complete over all that. But I don't know. I may be totally wrong. I don't think they all can win. Because I'm wondering who's going to take over and uh, rule the North. You haven't read the books, right? You haven't read any, no. any books? No, I haven't. Um well, I know they've made quite a few changes. Have you heard how, uh, what is it, George R. R. Martin feels about the uh, the show at all? I've heard that uh, he he just, uh, uh, people think they know exactly how, how the books would end. So he's like, why, why would I finish writing them? Well, that's all I've heard. I'd like to know if he was pleased with the show or disappointed or what. Uh, I think since he's getting plenty of money for it, and I mean he's getting plenty of money for it, I think he's fine with the show. I haven't heard him anything negative from him about it. I mean, it seems but. like a show that that would try to be relatively 
you know, you know, accurate to the subject matter? Well, I know somebody who has read the books, and uh, she said that they are, but to a degree. I mean, there are, like, the, the kids are older in the show than they are in the books. Okay. Like, when uh, Cal Drogo is tearing up Daenerys, she's, like, 13 years old oh, in the geez. books. Uh, you know, Arya is really young, and Sansa is as well. I mean, it's because the show is, what is it? Like uh, six years now, and these kids are growing up fast. So oh, they have to do that. They have to take that into account in the show. Talking about, you know, that this was, you know, set in a fictional, a fictional time, you know, like hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, whatever, you know, people would be getting married about that age. Oh, yeah, even 100 years ago they'd be doing that. Yeah, yeah right. you're right. You're totally right. Uh, 13, you know, you know, 14 years old is not, you know, I mean, think about our grandparents, man. Like 15 years old was like a common age to get married. Well, yeah, I mean, the parents wanted to get the daughters married to somebody, so they didn't have to keep providing, I guess, for them, but they'd be with somebody who could take care of them and start right. their own family. Yeah, that, that's just the way it was. I guess it was family economics to do that. You know, it's always been seen that way, that uh, males were, you know, I don't think they minded that the guys stayed a lot longer because males were always seen as, I guess, more valuable than females until uh, fairly recently. So, yeah, it just reflects that. That's what I like about the show. It reflects a lot of medieval sensibilities right. that we know, you know, and I like it grounds them when they do that. Um, and of course, people act like they do. They, you know, most of the people in the show are to varying, varying degrees of shitheads. Um, there's very few that are really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, the two that I always wondered about in the first season were Barry's and uh, Ward Baelish. Um. But, of course, at this point in the show that you're in, uh, I think Barry's just come out to be very trustworthy. Yeah. Baelish, not so much. I think Baelish is playing out for number one, man. I don't know. Yeah, he is. He he's, thinks, uh, I mean, everywhere you look, he's only like, oh, I'll do this for you. And, I mean, shit, he's the reason why the fucking Starks got driven out in the first place, you know? Yeah, he is. He is. So, I mean, he's the cause uh, of everything in the first place. And, you know, he's still doing his shit, and I'm hoping he'll get his at some point. Like right. a little finger. You know, yeah, little finger. He's, he, but, yeah, he's a survivalist. He'll do whatever he has to do to survive. You know, he'll act like he's your best friend, but, you know, the second that that ends up not being in his interest, you're dead. But, uh, well, you know, and then he, he, he acts surprised about certain things happening, but you're not sure if you could trust his reaction to that or if he even cared. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, the way he was about uh, Sansa, 
You know, yeah. it, it all seemed legit, but I mean, and then he turned around and then said all this shit to Cersei about, you know, I'm not going to be happy until the uh, the wolf flies over, you know, Winterfell or whatever. Yeah, I, he's I he's know. doing that to his own end. He uh, he I mean, just wants to use Sansa for his own end. That's all. Think so? You don't you don't think he's really in love with her? Uh, see, uh, he kept saying he was in love with her mother before right. that. You know, and he may have feelings for Sansa. I actually don't doubt that he does. Yeah. He, but again, he's looking out for himself because he did give Sansa to Ramsay. Knowing what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, but see, that was at his benefit. That was to his benefit to do that. And then he acts like Wardle. You know, he, he, he acts surprised that that happened. Right. You know. Do you think he's think just he, trying to get the throne for himself? At least he's trying to get the north for himself, yes. I think that's what it is. I think he wants to marry Sansa. So the Stark banner is still there because he doesn't really have his own banner. But he'll be in control of it all, you know, because he'd be the husband. I think that's his end game. But he's got he's got some uh, he's got a few hurdles to go over before that can happen. So before Cersei got thrown in the dungeon, she said he, she was going to make him king of the north. Yeah. You know, that's That's basically where I am right now because she got thrown in the dungeon and, you know, nothing's happened since. Uh, Yeah, you'll see uh, a little more with that without giving anything away. I'm sure. Uh, Yeah, so that's going to be the problem. Cersei is slowly but surely turning everyone against the Lannisters. Right. Even... Even Tyrion, a Lannister, is against right. the Lannisters, you know, so... You know, you know he hates Cersei. Yeah, yeah, it's only Cersei. He doesn't want to do anything to Jamie. Jamie's like his only companion. Yeah. His only friend. And uh, to a lesser degree, Braun, I really like that character. Um, Tell me nothing happened to uh, Brienne. Brienne. I was just about to mention her. Like she's probably my favorite character right now. She's awesome. I didn't realize that that actress played Captain Phasma in uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah. Um. But no, again, she's a character who actually has. uh, she has good morals and standards. She's a good person. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you've seen what happens to the good people in the show. So, but Brienne is uh, tough enough, to, I think, to actually, you know, take care of herself. Right now, she's outside of that uh, castle, and she's been looking for that candle that... Uh, Santa was going to light. Yeah. Of course, that fucking... Uh, we hadn't even mentioned... Uh, what is his name? Like, Meat or some shit? What is it? 
fucking me. Oh. Reek. Reek. Reek, yeah. Theon, yeah. Yeah, fucking, yeah, fucking. his name's Reek. That motherfucker, man. He needs to be, like, under somebody's booty hill right now. There. He turned out to be a shit. You know, when, when stuff started going south with the Starks, he really did. Uh, but, uh, god damn, I mean, the, the shit that Ramsey does to him, it, it went on too long. Uh, it, it really pissed me off for a while throughout that season when Ramsey was fucking with them. It's kind of hard to feel sorry for him, though. It, it It is, but it just... It's like, I don't necessarily feel sorry for him. I just don't want to see it all. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just a lot of shit. And it's not so much that I feel sorry for, for Reek. It's that I hate Ramsey. I just absolutely hate him. Uh, yeah, you're supposed to. He, he's just... He made me miss Joffrey. <laughs> uh, Joffrey was nowhere near like that. Uh, Ramsey's so just playing just people straight. left and right. What? He uh, he has no dick or balls left, right? Uh, as far as I know, he, at least he has no dick. This man has no dick. No. <sighs> man, it's like a perfect example of... Uh, what did they call it? Uh, you know, where the uh, prisoners they they begin to love their captives, their captors. Oh shit! What is that? What happened to Patty Hearst? Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, Stockholm syndrome. That's exactly what it is. It's a perfect example of that. And it's just fucked up. I mean, I just don't like seeing all that. You know, after a certain point, I was like, just kill him. Please, just kill him. Well, then he couldn't fucking fuck Sansa in the ass. Not not literally, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I hated that. Ray just had to sit there and watch. Um, Remember when his sister that, uh, saw him like, yeah. locked up in his dog cage? Yeah. She tried to get him out. Fucking awful, man. Yeah. His dad was a piece of shit, too. I like her, though. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Talking about the characters. Uh, and then Master, uh, Maester Pycelle, the old dude in King's Landing, you know, the guy we saw at that convention, Julian Glover. Trying to look him up, man. Uh, he's he's the old dude. There was Cersei that, that uh, Tyrion sent to the dungeon briefly. The long beard and shit. Anyway, I I like that that actor. I think he's really good in that role. Keeps telling me to look for Master P. <laughs> just, just settle for Master P. <laughs> um, no, I, I can't really think of any actors or anything that I've had any issues with that. 
I think they've all done well. Oh, spot on, man. Um, spot on, indeed. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see you. That's who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious more about the Targaryens. You know, you had Aemon Targaryen who was in uh, Castle Black. Um, the Mad King? He, the Mad King Jamie killed, I think Aemon was his brother. Aemon, I had to go back and read about him for the books because he never explained it in the show as far as I know. Aemon was the older brother, but he did not want to be king, so he he forfeited the throne and let his brother, Rhaegar, I guess, was the Mad King, let him take it. And Aemon went to Castle Black, so he didn't have to deal with any of that shit. That's the only he way he the survived. Yeah. He went to the wall, right? Yeah. And he was gotcha. uh, the maester there. Um, and, uh, you know, I was always interested in that. Cause I was, it was just him and Daenerys. I was always hoping they wouldn't be able to, you know, meet or whatever. But, uh... Just because that family is apparently was pretty interesting. Uh, Isn't there a uh, like a flashback or something to the Mad King in season six? Uh, yeah. So I want to see that. Yeah, just to let you know, Bran is going to become bigger in that way with his warging shit. He can do more than just take over animals. Yeah, that's yeah. all I'll say. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he's. I don't know if you've seen any of it yet, but yeah, it, he he's going to be the way that helps fill in some of the missing blanks uh, that we've been carrying through the show. You know, shit that happened before the show starts. It's an odd show, man. It really is. Like as, as far as you know, what goes on and the character arcs. Because, I mean, I can't think of another show that you can, like, absolutely hate a character one episode and then actually, like, you know, have empathy for the next. You know, it's really, really odd arcs people take. Yeah, I mean, nobody, well, I'm not going to say nobody, but most people in that show have, you know, I guess layers, you know. Yeah. Totally. They do bad shit, but they may not be, you know, totally bad people. Uh, Ramsey is not like that. Ramsey's just an overall cut. Right. Um, I mean, that's kind of evident from, you know, first time you see him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, guys like, I mean, say like Jon Snow or somebody, you know, like he's not a guy you're going to like all the time, you know. He does some shit yeah. that you're not going to be happy with. You know, so stuff like that. You yeah, know I mean? it's just kind of interesting. Um, I think it. I think it helps you. You know, uh, relate to them more. I suppose. You know, they're not just one note characters at all. It's just, so, it was just really sad to me when the, the House of Stark fell. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it was unnecessary for them to suffer as they did for that. 
I know that's the way it's introduced, you know, and it's supposed to go down that way, but, you know, you just get used to these characters. You're like, oh, okay, cool. You know, then it just totally gets turned on its head. Yeah. I guess that's why I was kind of glad it was Sean Bean who played Ned because I knew he was going to go. I think that's just said his uh, contracts. You know, I'll do this, but I have to die. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know what was going to happen at all. Well, I, I was good for you. Yeah. You actually get that full effect of that. Yeah, it was. It, it was not happy. Like, I hated fucking uh, Joffrey with a passion. You know, that's the thing, man. Even though I knew it was coming, I didn't know it was coming that way. Yeah. At, uh, at Joffrey's hands, it, out of every one of that show, the fact that Joffrey's the one who did it is what pissed me off. Yeah. Because yeah. you take the guy who actually is the best guy the show has to offer, and he gets killed by this little cunt, which is, you know, a word I'm going to continue using a lot. Uh, that's appropriate. Uh, that's what he is. I mean, he's like just a. Uh, I don't know. Fuck him. He, uh, yeah, it pissed me off because he like you could see he was getting that little a chub. It was. Happened. Yeah, totally. I think he just uh, everything he did was terrible. The way he treated Sansa, making her look at. Ned's um, head on a pike and shit like that. God damn. She's got no choice. No, she doesn't. You know, look at, at this or die. You know, it's just like he, he had no, uh, you know, even a lot of the most evil people you see in film and all that will have some sort of standards, you know. He had none. He did whatever pleased him. Well, he, I mean, he had been raised that way, too, though. Like, you know, he had been raised like a little, you know, punk-ass kid, kid who got what he wanted. It's seeing him and then seeing his brother, Tommen. Right. You know, and, yeah, you're right. I don't care for Tommen. He's weak as shit. But he's not a bad guy. Right. Not that he won as king, though. No, exactly. He's the exact opposite of Joffrey. Like, right. you know, he he had the, uh, I guess, the empathy and uh, the goodness that Joffrey needed. But Joffrey had that that, uh, you know, the uh, he could be tough. Well, no, no, never mind. Joffrey didn't have anything either. He was just a cunt to watch too, because so you know they had that the opposite sides of the spectrum almost. Exactly. But, you know, um, he wasn't tough either. Like you said, he was just a little bitch. You you want someone that, that has actually, you know, had experience fighting, you know. But, you know, it's in an ideal world. It's why, even though I did not like him, Tywin, uh, played by Charles Dance, which I did not know he was in that show, and I love seeing him in there. He's awesome. Tyson, I can actually respect. Huh? Yeah, I was saying Charles Dance is awesome. Yeah, and he's great. I didn't know him either. Um, I always remember him from Alien Three. It's 
the first thing I ever saw in that. It looks about the same, too. But, uh, and Charles S. Dutton. And Charles S. Dutton. Well, tearing that shit up. Uh, but Tywin was somebody who was actually a good king. Uh, he, you know, even though he did shit like he helped orchestrate the Red Wedding and shit like that, everything he did was for the better of his family. He didn't do it just for him. He did it for his family. So I could respect Tywin for that. Uh, even though I hated the way he was towards Tyrion and shit like that, I fucking hated how he was. Uh, what? Charles Dance was born the same day I was in the same year my dad was. Oh, that's interesting. I think he's in the new Ghostbusters, too. <laughs> Just had to put a damper on it. Um, would surprise me. But, yeah, yeah, no, I agree with all that. Um, that he is. Harold uh, Fillmore, whoever the fuck that is. <sighs> uh... No, no, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was, I was just saying, you know, when Tyrion after Joffrey dies, and Tyrion gets the blame for it and all that, has to go through that trial and all that. That was awful. You know, you. That's when I started to really love him. That he just got tired of it. You know, he would not. He he would never cater to them. You know, he was always uh, very eloquent about about, you know, how, how he's being treated and very vocal. You know, he's tough as shit. Uh, that's that's when I really liked him. Yeah, I started to like him a lot when he uh, fell in love with that uh, woman that, that was the uh, little cleaner person for uh, Sansa. Oh, yeah. What was her name? Uh, that starts with an S, too, I think. I can't remember. Shay? Shay, that's it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I really like that whole relationship between them two, but, you know, she turned out to be a lying bitch. And, you know, the reason why... Uh, yeah. Why he got All killed. All of them. I don't blame him. Um, I would have killed that guy, too. No, no, I don't either. I, you know, it, it after this, because it would have happened to him if if he had left and uh, did not do what he did, he would have been hunted down. Oh, totally. I don't. I think his dad would have would have continued going after him. But like you every know? conversation he had with his dad, it was like you know when you came out of your mother and you killed your mother, I should have killed you then. It was like fuck you then, you know. I'm going to kill your sorry ass. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've heard other fan theories about Tyrion. Uh, it's nothing in the show. You know, I wouldn't be spoiling anything if you care to know. I just I do think it's interesting uh, that Tyrion is actually also uh, 
not really Taiwan's son. That Tyrion is a Targaryen too. Really? That's but but the only reason his dad that that would be why he's different than his brother and sister. He's very different. Right. Uh, but he still has a blonde hair because the Lannisters had that instead of the Targaryens. But that would be why he hated. That would be the main reason his dad hated him. The only reason he didn't kill him or anything is because he still had the name. He was still a Lannister by name. And he was that wedded to protecting the family. I don't know if that's true or anything of that. That would be interesting, though. It's, you know, if that's the case with Tyrion and Daenerys, and, you know, that would be brother and sister. Or at least relatives. But, I, I don't, again, no, that's just... No, they they don't, you know, but uh, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. They're going to have to wrap up a lot of stuff over the next uh, couple of seasons. Dude, I've got this soft part going on with with this, and I've got a pause here. Here's George R. R. Martin's desk here, and he's got this picture. I guess that's Jon Snow and a wolf. Of course, the statue of David with his penis. He's right. got this phallic. He's got this penis thing with uh, wind chimes hanging off of it. Another phallic statue with the person's head and a cape over him, but it looks like a penis. Uh, he's got this other demon statue with a huge penis, and he's got just a flat-out penis with eyes dripping calm out of its thing or whatever behind him. God damn! They were, <laughs> They they really really put a lot of thought into this. I don't really get that though. I mean, after having watched the show for you know quite a bit, uh, you know, I wondered that too, and I, I read a little bit about it. Uh, I guess from what people have been saying, it they made this almost like they hadn't even really watched the show. They 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 made this this story art based on what people have been saying about it. Wiener, I don't know if that's true. Wiener, or not. wiener, wiener, wiener. Yeah, I mean, I love that. That's one of my favorite things that's ever come out of South Park, but it, it's not accurate at all. <laughs> I gotta tell you, man, that, 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 the theme song of that show is really fucking powerful. Yeah. Know. I love the beginning of the show. Well, they, uh, you know, it starts out showing all the major, uh, uh, I guess, uh, powers, you know, like right. Winterfell, King's Landing, and, and stuff like that. But as they introduce the, more of them, like, uh, you know, the places that artists is taking over, Slaver's Bay and all that, they show yeah. all that, too. It's like right. the, the opening has grown and gotten bigger as the right. show has, has progressed. You know, and even... Uh, Oh no, no, that's a spoiler. Sorry, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but they they change things according to the way power shifts go right. in the show, which is really cool that they do that. Well, it's good saying, to see I a show that. that gets that kind of uh, that kind of care taken towards him. Oh, totally. I mean, I just love the song. Uh, theme song. It's uh, like I love the. Uh, I don't know if that's a cello or a bass, whatever that is. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. 
Uh, that's good stuff. I'm a big fan of stringed instruments, but I love that shit, man. Great. Like, you got that shit turned up loud and some good, you know, good headphones. That shit bumps. I have to listen to them like that. I usually just listen to them on that Bose system. I use the oh, Wiener yeah. song. Here's the Wiener song going. Man, I fucking love Play this it. song. Huh? Play that shit. Here, hold on. Let me see if I can it. Might as well. Okay. Should take long here. I think that will do night. If we can hear it, my neighbor's going to hear this. I just nodded. I didn't even notice that one before. God damn, there's dicks everywhere. There's another one. It even got that big cock and balls from uh, from Clockwork Orange. You know, the big glass or ceramic one that that guy had in his place? Yeah. Yeah, George R. R. Martin's got that in his. God, jeez. That's good stuff. I love the, the faces of the people singing it, how their faces strain to get to get that note out, saying Wiener the right way. <laughs> it's so much like more funny, like now that I have some basis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had no idea what this show was. You know, I just really didn't think much of it at all for years. You know, I'd always heard of Game of Thrones and seen the the shit everywhere for the toys and all that, but uh, it just didn't seem... It's one of those things where there was so much of it that I just became uh, almost... Uh, uh, it just became part of the background. Well, I just didn't really uh, recognize it. Except for that. South Park was the extent of my Game of Thrones fandom. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, see, I mean, now I understand more about the the ball here. That's the yeah. fucking Night's Watch. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> uh it, it's good stuff. Um, sure. 
But uh, I don't know. I'm curious where the show goes. Uh, you know, I've gotten pretty invested in a lot of the characters. Um, yeah. All the ones you like are going to die. So That's what worries me, man. Yes. So what has happened to Jon Snow at this point that you're in? Just gone. Okay. Just gone on a... Uh, well, he's met up with that uh, that red-beard fucker. I can't remember his name right off. Tormund. Tormund? Yeah, yeah. I love Tormund. Man, you're going to see Tormund later. And, and you're going to love Tormund later. Uh, just something he does. I don't want to ruin it for you because I wasn't expecting it, but it was just funny as hell. I really like that character a lot. And I'm he afraid he is going to die. And he beat the shit out of the uh, the wildling, uh, one of the leaders that they met up with. Like, he literally killed him. Yeah. He's tough as fuck. But yeah. he, he actually really does like Jon Snow. Yeah. He's cool though. I like his character. I do too. I mean, I it's just like somebody had a brave heart, you know. Yeah. I think the show was actually filmed over there in Ireland. Oh, is it? You know, you know, not all of it, obviously. The uh, parts with Daenerys probably are filmed in North Africa somewhere. That would explain a lot from how it looks, you know. Yeah, I mean, it looks it, it looks uh, like old Europe. Yeah, at least old England. Uh, you know, which is that's great though, because England and you know parts of Europe are picturesque and beautiful. Yeah. And it, 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 it's it's almost like the, the the setting becomes a character in and of itself. It helps you uh, understand, I guess. Uh, it differentiates, I suppose, the different areas, like from King's Landing to Winterfell to the Night's Watch to uh, Slaver's Bay and all that. They're all very different. But it, it just, it helps you. Like, a lot of shows with so many characters, everything would kind of blend in. You'd kind of get confused. Okay, where are we at now? You don't do that with this show, you know. When it's a desert, you're like, okay, this is Daenerys. When it's snow, this is Night's Watch, you know, stuff like that. It actually helps a lot, I think, with keeping up with everything that goes on. It helps me. Uh, it kind of helps me blend in the wieners. Yeah, yeah, all those wieners. You know, that's why when I can't, I cannot wait till winter finally comes, and the the White Walkers show up with all the, the army of the dead or whatever, and all the dead wieners are hanging out, and they're all singing that as they crawl over the wall. And, you know, the one above him is his wieners dangling all in the other one's face and shit. It's like his wiener, rotting wieners hanging in the other one's open eye socket and shit like that. But they all love it. Just wieners everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of the way you, like, thought the show was going to be, though, wasn't it? Say what? That's kind of the way you thought the show was going to be. Full of wieners everywhere? Right. I've got to tell you, watching the show after seeing Southport like that, 
I honestly got disappointed that I wasn't seeing so many wieners. <laughs> well, fuck all these wieners I was promised. Right. You know? And it just didn't happen. My damn, just vaginas you know? everywhere, but no wieners. Yeah, see, the giant should be hanging dong everywhere. Right, right, I know. Such disappointment. Just, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, shit, I don't want to. Okay, you've already seen the Giants, and uh, what have they done? Yeah, the Night's uh, Watch already had issues with the Wildlings already? Yeah. Okay. I, like they I said, I just don't battle. want to ruin anything for you. They already had, one, so you saw the mammoth. We saw one giant get killed. Yeah, okay. I love that woolly mammoth in there, out of nowhere. I just thought that was awesome. Is that what they call them? They call them mammoths? I don't know. That's what it was. It looked like nothing other than just a woolly mammoth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. And it was just... I don't know. I just like seeing that. I wasn't expecting that. Um, I don't know, man. I, you know, got caught up through the show, and then my mom was like, so how long do we have to wait? Like, well, it's probably going to be about a year <laughs> till, till the next season. She was like, shit. So we have to just, you know, we had just been watching the hell out of it. Right. Uh, my brother was out of, out of the country for a while, so, you know, when I went back home, Mom and I just watched Game of Thrones, like, like three or four episodes a day. Right. Like, she was bugging the hell out of me to watch it. And Jesus. <laughs> but it's one of the problems know, it, it was, watching it like that. It's... It's over. You know, when it's over, it's over. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that's why I kind of prefer, you know, picking up these shows after they're done so I can just watch the whole yeah. thing and not have to wait. Sure. But, you know, I, you know, I'm not, you know, irritated with that. I'm, I'm glad that I, I finally started watching the show. It's just, it's so good. Um, I saw uh, what's her name, Kristen Bell. I don't know if you're familiar with her, a uh, blonde actress. She was in uh, oh fuck, I can't remember the shit she was in. But anyway, uh, she's married to uh, Dax Shepard. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Punked and shit like that. Yeah. Anyway. she was saying that Dax would rather her cheat on her with another guy than watch Game of Thrones without her. I wonder if he's cheating on her with a lot of other guys. Yeah, yeah totally. Just raw dogging everybody. <laughs> Just Dax is a guy who was in uh, Idiocracy, right? That's him. Go away, Baden. Go away, Baden. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I liked him in that. He was really good. I really liked him in that episode of uh, It's Always Sunny that he was in. I don't remember which one he was in. 
Uh, it was one of the the last episode of season ten where uh, Mac uh, is doing that. Uh, is that workout group that Dennis started to get Mac to stop being this dead man? <laughs> and it and the exercises they do are the exact opposite of what you know people who are familiar with the human body tell you to do. It's like lean back and jerk and shit and snap your head back and all that. Stuff meant to like tear your tendons up within five minutes. I don't minutes. think I've seen that. <laughs> oh, it's fucking hilarious because they've got these little, I don't know what they're called. They're the weights of the balls with these big handles on them. And they're just oh, swinging those everywhere. Yeah, they're swinging those over the head and shit. You know, yeah. it's it's really funny. It's a really funny <laughs> episode. And if Frank is just obsessed with getting somebody, he's trying to make somebody eat a shit sandwich. That's all he wants to do. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it's a good episode. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I've got it. Uh, season 10, right? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, I'm glad you got, you know, started up on uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, and, you know, something I totally forgot to mention earlier before we started on the Game of Thrones thing, another show I got started on was uh, Penny Dreadful. I just need to throw that out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, I got to catch up. Um, I enjoy it. It's it, it really is the tone of what League of Extraordinary Gentlemen the, the the book yeah. is like, it's what the movie should have been like, or uh, you know, with the the old classic Victorian, well, not all Victorian characters. They moved Frankenstein up in the eighteen tens to eighteen ninety one, which is when the show takes place, or at least the first season. Okay. And you know, you got characters from Dracula, or Frankenstein, Dorian Gray, or and then some other, you know stuff that was popular at the time, like seances and, and shit like that. It's a really right. cool uh, yeah. thing. I like it a lot. Good cast. Uh, Timothy Dalton is in it, and I love Timothy Dalton. I really do. I think he's, he's one of my favorite Bonds, personally. I just oh, really right. like the guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, and even uh, Josh Hartnett that I've always been pretty indifferent to. He's pretty good at it. But if you watch the show, I want you, after you watch the end of, se- of episode four of season one, I want to know what you think. Okay. I'm saying nothing else. I want to know what you think because it caught me off guard. <laughs> I, I, go and start. I go ahead and get started then. Man, it's... <laughs> Oh, it, it's good. It's good stuff. It's a good, uh, uh, I don't know, the, the setting of it's great. Uh, it's nice to see the Frankenstein creature be very uh, uh, faithful to Mary Shelley's vision. Yeah. Uh, even though it's moved forward and it's, you know, it the, the setting has changed quite a bit because it's all in London. But, uh, you know, the creature is... Uh, He's like, like we were describing in Game of Thrones. He's a character that is 
he's despicable in some ways, but in other ways he's he's kind of noble. Uh, and I like the guy who plays the Frankenstein, uh, 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 Dr. Frankenstein, quite a bit. Yeah, I got to check that out. It's good. Uh, I need to get started on season two, which is on Netflix. I think there's four seasons. Oh, wow. Uh, it was, I think Showtime canceled it. So there's only oh, four shit. seasons. Yeah, I these people love to cancel this stuff. Yeah, it's all about uh, numbers, man. Uh, I, that, that's kind of why I think uh, Netflix just certainly got it on there. Maybe they'll try to see how people think about it. Maybe they'll pick it up. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, it, it, see, I don't know what the story is in season four. If they didn't wrap it up, yeah, I'd like to see Netflix take it up and, and at least finish it. Uh it's too bad Netflix wasn't around when, you know, stuff like Carnival and Rolling the Dead were all canceled. Yeah. They can definitely do it, man. Like, they did it with Arrested Development. They did it with, uh... Shit, what else? I think they're... Somebody's doing it with, uh, Longmere. I don't know if you heard about that. That, uh... uh Lou Diamond Village. Oh, that's right. Show. Have they already done that? I do somebody remember is. doing that. They picked it up. Yeah, it was Netflix that picked it up. Yeah, somebody's bringing it back. It starts again, like, in a few months. Okay. thought that was kind of cool, you know. It, 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 give these, it gives these studios an option, you know. Like, you can, yeah. you know, go with full creative control here, you know. You know, maybe some money, you know, definitely some money that you're not going to get, but I don't know. Well, you know, I've heard that show was canceled, even though it had strong viewership ratings among the elderly right. or older yeah. people. That's what it they, was. They couldn't, they couldn't market it or anything else, you know, like, like merchandising and shit, and that's why they canceled it. But uh, Netflix doesn't seem so worried about merchandising. Uh so they could probably use those viewers. Uh, yeah, I mean it's all about ad revenue to those guys, but you know, net, you know, Netflix doesn't give a shit. Yeah, you know, that's why well, I was actually surprised, pleasantly surprised with Daredevil. You know, the show was a lot grittier than I expected, and it don't, yeah. I don't think uh, another, uh, you know, another TV. Even a TV cable channel would have really picked up Daredevil, uh, just because they, you know, granted it's a comic book character, but they wouldn't want to do it that gritty, you know, because they'd want to get all these younger kids in there. But you cannot do that with Punisher, you know. Punisher. That's why I like Daredevil, man. Oh, dude, like the Punisher is much more brutal in that show than I've ever seen it, except for maybe. Uh, some of the garden in his storylines. I mean, he's like hardcore. That's realistic, um, you know? Yeah, it is. You know, and, and I'm glad they stuck with the fact that he, you know, he doesn't go around killing innocent people. He has no desire to do that at all, even though they blame him for shit like that, and they think he kills everybody. People don't seem to realize that he's not doing that. 
You know, he's on going after people who deserve it, and they do deserve it. Yeah. He is, I love him because he's there when the wall fails, and the wall fails a lot. Um, but, yeah, I know we got off Game of Thrones there. I just had to mention Penny Dreadful. Yeah, no. I need to check that out. It was on my list because uh, you know, it covered the uh, classic monsters. Yeah. Yeah, I've, uh it's made me want to go back and I need to read all of Dracula. Uh, but I also need to pick yeah. up the picture of Dorian Gray because I've never read that one. Yeah. Uh, is that Dracula Wilde? Kind of a chore. Yeah, that is Oscar Wilde. Okay. I've I think I've read I know I've read Dracula. I think I've read uh you know, Oscar Wilde too. Or I mean uh Dorian Gray too, but it's been a while. Uh yeah, the only one I've read through its entirety is Frankenstein, which I loved. Oh yeah. I it was an excellent book. I was like ten when I read that. And it's funny because uh I had to read that in um, language class, I think, in the 11th grade. <laughs> uh, and the whole class, of course, had to read it, and only two of us enjoyed it. Everybody else said it sucked. Oh, my God. You no, know, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you can remember, like, I used to read, like, like Amityville Horror and, uh, like, The Exorcist and shit like that. We were like, man, yeah, you read the Amityville Horror and bring it over to me. And I agree. God, them. man, we were like fucking like twelve or something. Yeah, and we tearing through those. Oh man, I read all three of those books. I did too. I was eating them up. That Jody <laughs> the Pig character used to freak me out just thinking about it. Too. Books scared me more than movies ever could. Oh, exactly. I, I, that's what I love about them because your brain is going to you know, create that world as you read it. Exactly. And your brain is going to fuck with you much more than a movie current. You know, and I'm just going to throw out there, you know, you were there, I think, with, uh, when we watched one of these. I'd never seen The Conjuring till <laughs> uh, was that earlier this summer? Yeah, it was not and, that long and, ago, yeah. And it didn't do much for me. I didn't right. hate it. I mean, it wasn't a, yeah. a poorly made movie. It just didn't do a lot for me. I did not like Annabelle at all. <laughs> you you, you, you shit talked Annabelle the whole time. Dude, it's because they were hitting every single... Again, it's all these assholes yeah. have a checklist of what they have to fucking yeah. do, and Annabelle was hitting every goddamn one of them. It is. Yeah. It's like every time the doll would show up or... Then they had that faggot, that faggot-ass demon. No, I don't care about using that word with this. That demon was a fucking faggot. Holding the doll like that, that is stupid. Anybody who thinks that's scary is a faggot. <laughs> it's my same problem with Insidious when they had Darth Maul crawling all over the walls. Right. None of that is scary. That is stupid as shit. Uh, I really <laughs> hope I didn't wake up my neighbor just then. Screaming faggots. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I hated that. You know, they had the doll sitting there, 
it's something like widening hits or some stupid shit, and it's like right. a fucking imp back there, you know, smiling. Like, I'm sorry, I would not be scared by that. I'd start swinging at that fucker. Yeah. I'll get you. Uh, I just... Yeah, that stuff takes me right now. There's nothing scary about that. You know, you don't... First of all, you don't take a doll that looks creepy in the first place. And granted, I know plenty of them already do. But uh, that one was like Hollywood creepy. You know, it's not like something you would get a kid at all. And, uh, yeah, I know and you don't like, like stuff like that. I never would have recommended Annabelle to you. And I didn't no, like it's Annabelle not her dad. Yeah. But, uh, I know you wouldn't like Conjuring either. I would never recommend that shit to you. I just, it's all because it's the same shit. Yeah. You know, once I've seen one, I've seen them all. And if I join that genre, it will be fine. I just don't. Sure. Uh... You know, but then again, what I like is weird. You know, I, the haunting came out back in the late 90s. It sucked. It's not good at all. House on Haunted Hill I actually enjoyed until the end. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Uh, you know, I think the end is shit. Uh, fucking ghost Chris Kattan. And if there's anything that dates your movie, it's having Chris Kattan in it. Chris Kattan is pretty scary. Yeah, and see, I would have enjoyed Annabelle more if they had had him with the doll's hair on and the girls carrying him around everywhere. That would have been funny to me. But that was just too ballsy, I guess. No, I just... When when a big studio gets a hold of stuff like that, they, they have to... Uh, put, they gloss it. They put that Hollywood shine on it, which takes you out of it. I mean... Ghosts and paranormal stuff and anything like that should have a, it should look real. It should look, you know, unrefined. Not gritty necessarily, but it needs to look like, it needs to look like a fucking home video does. You know? That's the way it should look like. That's the stuff that will scare you. And that's what I was thinking about when I found those tapes, you know, that you and I watched the other night. You know, right. when, uh, when we were kids back in the 80s and shit. What if I found something like that that I hadn't even seen? Uh, maybe you'd never seen or hadn't seen in 20 years. And there's weird shit on there, you know, that we hadn't noticed before. You know, that's that stuff. What it's, maybe it's scary, but it's unnerving, you know? Yeah. That's how you do it. If you want to scare me, that's how you do it. You know? But uh, don't... God, damn. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, when they start putting actual devils and shit in there, it just, it just makes me angry. I know you, you... I was sitting right next to you when that happened, yeah. and you saw me as soon as I saw that asshole. No, yeah, you were kind of, like, uh, hanging out the whole time. I mean, I don't really, you know... I'm not going to defend that movie. No... <laughs> You know, I mean, I do like oh. that, that, that genre, you know, that, that is the kind of shit that does scare me, but, uh, not particularly that, that movie. You know, about halfway through it, I realized that maybe I was talking too much, I was being an asshole, but, yeah. but then uh, I realized I, I could not help myself, honestly, I really couldn't. Yeah, uh, the movie deserved everything I was throwing at it. 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, I agree with that. It's just, uh, yeah, I mean, you're just not, like, really creeped out by that genre at all. Well, it, it really, it depends on how it's done. One thing I will give it with both Conjuring and Annabelle is that they set up, you know, several decades ago. That's right. a start to me. You know, I actually enjoy movies that take place in, like, the 60s, 70s, really. Uh, I don't know why I do, but I really do like that. Um, because it's just, it's it's more of a unsettled feeling to stuff like that. Like, you look at serial killer stuff, like, even the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake ticket place in the 70s was a great idea. It was one of the few things I, I really remember about the thing. Although my brother has this sick love for the certain scene in there with that kid in the backseat, for the police cruiser with uh, Arlie Ermey, you know, and, and they're talking about uh, Leonard Skinner. You know, and the kids like, you, you could have them regarding the tickets. And Arlie Ermey out of nowhere is like, was that a bribe? And he smashes his bottle into his face, knocking half his teeth out. My brother finds that hilarious. <laughs> Him sniveling like that and shit. I remember seeing the movie. I remember the trailers for it, which had the sound of the camera clicking constantly. Yep. I think the trailers were really good for it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird noise anyway. That's the kind of stuff you do. Um, yeah. That's just me. I mean, I think stuff like that needs to be more grounded. You know, don't put demons and shit in there. Don't do that. You know, that that stuff belongs in a fantasy movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, start messing with people who... Uh, the best way to do it is mess with people who just don't believe. You know, mess with, like, the, the shit you just see out of the corner of your eyes and stuff. You know, yeah. like, did I just see that? Or you hear something that wasn't there, and it's likely just your brain just doing whatever. Or whatever. I'm getting way off on a tangent there. Hey, it's fine, man. Um, I also did watch that movie Dark Skies uh, at my brother's insistence. Yeah. Parts of it were okay. But uh, when they show the aliens in it again, they look like shit. Uh, you know, the aliens from Close Encounters were creepier than that. I don't remember what they look like. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they just look like shit. I mean, they look like huge grays, but they they spin way, you know, with their arms and shit. You know, they right. just stand there behind you where you can just kind of see them all fuzzy. It just whatever, you know, it, uh, I don't know. I, I hate it because I do like the, the sci-fi, and I actually do like the horror drama. I just don't think many people know how to make really good ones nowadays. At least not for me. But, you know, I like the old stuff, you know, the old Hammer stuff and all that. Yeah. I'm more for atmosphere than scares, personally. Yeah. Yeah, it's harder. It's 
uh, harder to do for sure. It is. Am I putting you to sleep? I don't know. I'm listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I don't know. I've gotten over the summer. I've actually watched more than I had in a while. But uh, I don't know. I wouldn't ever ask you to watch that kind of stuff because I know you don't like it. Yeah. uh, I don't know. After Annabelle, the next day, I looked at my brother and was like, why the fuck did you want me to watch that? Like, do you seriously like that? And he's like, no. And that's when I got pissed off. No, he likes it. So do I. There like he's he's a dickhead or star of the conjuring and then when it started getting scared for him like the last twenty minutes, he gets up and leaves. Leaves me in there. I'm in there with this nun like crawl like a crab spider all over the ceiling and shit. Whatever. Well, speaking of that, you know, uh the Exorcist story is getting a uh Shout Factory release. That's right. I did hear about that. Didn't they do that with the second one, too? Or am I wrong? I think, I'm not sure about part two. That's not a very good movie. Part three is really good. I don't think I've seen three. Directed by Blatty. Mm. Written and directed by Blatty. I just remember the old man that I actually really enjoy part three, probably just because of Sam Neill. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, I don't even remember part three. It's just an order, Damien. You know, he's getting ready to take political power, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I know I've seen it. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. Uh, Sam Neill's first films, right? I, I suppose... I just like to go online. I watch pretty much anything he's in. Except for Jurassic Park 30. Oh, it's um, great. <laughs> I do like that all three Jurassic Parks are on Netflix. And all three Back to the Futures. Damon's just like hopping their DeLoreans. Just yeah. go back to see the dinosaurs. <sighs> Yeah, that's they, they do that. The DeLoreans in a T Rex comes out of part of the brain, <laughs> and uh, and fucking uh, Doc is in there, and Marty gets out with the flare, and Doc is just screaming, "Marty, freeze!" And then all that shit. It's the same thing, just T-Rex like Jurassic Park. DeLorean, and he goes yeah. back to hell. Yeah, the DeLorean falls off the side so fast he goes back to the future. Goes to and hell. pushes it over. Goes straight to hell. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be funny. It just mash up stuff like that. That actually would be. Marty! Oh, Marty! Oh, there's a fucking Stegosaurus in hell! <sighs> I just see Biff on Jurassic Park. Like he drags the Lorraine up into the tree, starts tearing her up like he does. Or in the movie. Oh, man. Or he's the one taking a shit 
on the tour line, the Rex shows up. Yeah. Uh, no, I was cool that Netflix put those on there. I was kind of surprised. Quite a bit of Sam Neill. Sam Neill, I think, is the only reason I really... Well, I like Ethan Hawke, too, in that vampire movie from a few years back. Daybreakers. Oh, yeah, that's it. And I couldn't ever remember that shit. I enjoyed that one, all right. It's all right. Um, you have anything else you want to add? I guess that's it, man. I think I taught myself that I'm staying here. Daybreakers. That's it. All right, guys. Well, uh, that's it for this time, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Check us out on Twitter at Two Peas on a Pod. If you have any show ideas, recommendations, anything you want to talk to us about, check us out on there. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. <laughs>